0: Welcome back to the Fangirl Forum. I'm your host Meredith Loftus, AKA your friendly neighborhood fangirl. Hey guys, I haven't fallen off the face of the planet. There's just been a lot that's happened, mainly the fact that this small, tiny little show called Game of Thrones has now ended and there is so much to talk about. Whether, did we love it? Did we hate it? Do we fall somewhere in between? Do we want spinoffs? Do we even want this prequel series? We're going to get into that, and then some joining me is, oh my goodness, she's been here before. She's one of the biggest Game of Thrones fans I know. You've been seeing her face on the download on ET Live. <laughs> Give it up for Brianna Sutton. What is up?
1: It's so funny. I'm wearing my Game of Thrones you shirt You are today. wearing your
0: Game of Thrones shirt. I didn't shirt. do that on purpose. ha <laughs> uh, That's really funny. No, let's just say you did
1: anyways. Okay, yeah, I did it on purpose. Yes.
0: <laughs> how are you doing? I'm doing all right. How are you doing? I'm doing okay. Yeah. I think I think the dust has settled enough on Game of Thrones yeah. that I can look at it from like both sides and have more of a level head of how I feel about it, okay. I guess. Yeah.
1: I guess that makes sense. It's been how long now? It's been
0: over a week, almost two weeks.
1: Wow. It feels like it's been a week or a day <laughs>
0: <laughs> before we dive into that some big news dropped today uh we have official casting news for the batman matt reeves batman solo movie none other than robert pattinson oh, yeah the
1: Batman. <laughs> our Pats. that's what i've coined okay our pet pa- or our bats. Our bats, right. our, right, bats. our bats our bats that's right our bats I like our bats, but I do like Pac Man though.
0: Pac Man is good. Batman it's is so good. close to Pac Man though that yeah, it like, a bit, yeah. I could see myself in a really heated argument accidentally saying Pac Man and then <laughs> not Pac-
1: falling apart from there. <laughs> do you even area. know what you're talking about? Yes, I do. I yeah. swear. He's the Pac Man. I'm excited. Honestly, like, there's been backlash and I get it because everybody only knows Robert Pattinson is. As Edward Cullen as Twilight but it's Mm -hmm. like he's done so much and he's such a good actor when I saw him in like when I saw him in his other movies like Remember Me Mm -hmm. and um what's that other one?
0: Good Time
1: not that one but Water for Elephants, Water elephants and like yeah. those other ones the rover was really good that he was in oh, yeah. but when I saw him in Good Time like I, he was really good in all those movies too and I remember being like oh he's much better than he is in Twilight Yeah. Um, but when I saw Good Time that's when I really was like okay so he's just ridiculous he's a very good actor and I really mm-hmm. think that he's going to kill the Batman role I do
0: I I agree. I think like I think he has proven that he can he can play the game as far as he's worked in two major franchises with Harry Potter um a Cedric Diggory and in Twilight as Edward Cullen he's mm-hmm. done his dues so that he can do all these independent movies and really like stretch his acting muscles yeah. and people have taken notice of that including like he's going to be in Christopher Nolan's movie next year so that's right I keep so, like, forgetting about that Yeah well one no one's really talking about it too much because it's such it's so shrouded in mystery i guess but the the fact that like big big time names are like recognizing his talent um like after showing off his range especially like in good time Mm -hmm. and remember me and all of his other films like it it is his time and I think he's yeah. totally capable of like really bringing something different and unique to Bruce
1: Wayne Batman. Yeah. So. And I think he will for sure. I'm most excited to see him get buff. I'm ah, yeah. ready to see buff Robert Pattinson. Cuz yeah. I mean like he's been like he's in shape but he's skinny.
0: Yeah, so he's not
1: buff. He's not buff. So I'm excited to see mm-hmm. in shape built Robert Penns. Which
0: if he gets the same trainer that he got that uh Zachary Levi got for Shazam, Ooh, like yeah. he's he's in good hands. He
1: did get really hot for Shazam. Yeah, Zachary
0: Levi. We're totally we're cool with this casting decision. So oh, yeah. haters back off. Exactly. Until you see something, like we can't really judge. Like yeah. they're seeing something in him. And DC is taking such an interesting direction now with movies that I'm willing to give them a chance again. Like mm-hmm. they've won me over with Wonder Woman, with Shazam, with Aquaman ish. Like Wonder Woman it definitely it's like that was the starting ground of okay, you're starting to make things in the right direction, mm-hmm. but still a little Zack still Snydery. There, yeah. Yeah. And like they're making the right steps. Like I think Joker, uh coming out in that October is, really is gonna be great. I'm excited for that. I'm even excited about Birds of Prey, honestly, because it just looks so out there. And and I'm excited to see James Gunn's Suicide oh Squad. Oh my God, yes. <laughs> I am so pumped to see his yeah. Suicide Squad. Yeah. And just, I'm thankful that James Gunn is winning, basically, in all scenarios. He's like,
1: oh, okay, Marvel don't want me? All right, I'll go to D.C. Oh, now Marvel want me too? All right, I'll do Marvel and D.C. Shoot, y'all want to play games. Now I'm doing both. So really who's got the last (laughs) laugh clearly James James Gunn um there was another movie that I was oh I was gonna ask you saw Aquaman finally because I never I've still I did
0: finally see Aquaman and it was it was okay like it was just so bonkers yeah and they leaned into that which made me buy into it like that's why I ended up liking the flash a lot a lot on the cw yeah because they just went weird with it and so did legends of tomorrow they accepted the fact that like how crazy the dc universe is like they're time traveling and they're messing with stuff and like they own that they don't take it with a straight face yeah so aquaman did the same thing and you're like you know what i buy it yeah let's see what you got
1: I still have not seen Aquaman. Honestly, I don't know if I will. I feel like, I don't know, it just seems too cheesy for me. Yeah. And I'm just like, because honestly, even when we were seeing Godzilla last night, like, the beginning of the movie, I was like, oh... (laughs) <laughs> this is too cheesy. But then it got better. It did get it better. It got better. It got a lot better, actually. I was kind of very pleasantly surprised. I was,
0: too. Yeah, because I don't remember much of the first Godzilla movie. Yeah. It's like, I really hope I didn't need to know anything. Yeah. I just, all you need to know is there's monsters fighting, so. Yeah. I'm
1: cool. Because that's why, when I leaned over I was like, I don't remember the this... first movie. <laughs> <laughs> it was what, I, yeah, you didn't really need to remember anything, so. Mm-hmm. Except
0: good. you know that... Spoiler alert, kids. Godzilla and King Kong are fighting They're fighting year, so year, Godzilla yeah. doesn't die. No. They're fighting, mm-hmm. and that should be interesting. Yeah.
1: I don't know. I think it's just now seeing all these CGI-filled movies where it's just nothing, but where it's like they're almost like animations. It's mm-hmm. like this movie's almost animated, it's just too much for me. That's why I didn't like... The Batfleck movies. The one Batman vs. Superman. Because, I mean, like, what was the end of that? It was just, like, this big giant CGI CGI monster thing. And I just, like, oh, no, I didn't like that. And, I mean, same with, like, Suicide Squad and, like, all that stuff. So I just feel like when there's too much of that, it's just... It takes away from it. And it
0: just doesn't make it... You just don't buy it. Yeah,
1: exactly. I think that's why... The Hobbit movies weren't as good. Oh my gosh. Because it was just way too much CGI. I'm like, what happened to all the practical effects? There's never any practical anything anymore. Mm -hmm. And it's like, why? I thought that was the cheaper route because I thought Mm -hmm. CGI was more expensive.
0: Yeah. Which is, that's why I say what you will about the sequel trilogy with Star Wars. I love the fact that they are incorporating practical effects back into what they do. Because whereas the prequels, it was like all CGI. you didn't feel like any of it was real. Whereas like force awakens you feel like you're in that desert in Jakku, and those those animals are like creatures are real like they're
1: puppets i do prefer that i do like that i mean i like the new star wars movies don't get me wrong Mm -hmm. i'm just saying i'm not saying the last jedi was bad i'm just saying i fell asleep in the theater yeah that could have been because i was sleepy i don't really know Mm -hmm. but i just feel like if it's Well, no, I take that back because I fell asleep watching Sicario and I love that movie. Ooh. But, yeah, I don't know. I just feel like they're not as good. I don't even want to say they're not as good. I feel like it's just too many of them. Yeah. And it's gotten to the point just like... Well,
0: I mean, we're not getting another Star Wars movie until 2022. Thank goodness. So, there's going to be a nice little... Hiatus yeah. of making us miss the movies again. Yes, and, like if you end up getting Disney Plus, there is a TV show you yeah. can watch, and yeah. that's really exciting. But it's not like contingent upon like <gasps> and you then
1: have to it, go see it, this movie, movie yeah. to get it. Which yeah.
0: Disney Plus is going to do with their Marvel shows, with their movies. Which I don't know how Loki's going to work. But cool I don't either. But I mean, I'm interested to see. I I that is going to be the big gamble, and I of. Disney is how that will all play out. Yeah, you know
1: that's true. I do love Loki though, so
0: I do too. I'll watch
1: whatever. And also uh, Sebastian Stan. Oh yeah. <laughs> so I'll be watching that Bucky Falcon show for sure. But yeah, Robert Pattinson is Batman. I'm yeah, I'm the, right, the, the full circle <laughs> thing. Yeah, full circle. Yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly like you said. hairs back off. Yeah. Arbats is here. Arbats is here. Patman is here. Patman is here, unapologetically.
0: Yeah, and I'm in it. I'm in it uh, to see what he
1: brings to the table. I but- wonder what this. Uh- The Christopher Nolan movie's gonna be. Because you know, they did the same thing with Interstellar. Oh, really? That was also very shrouded in mystery. All you knew, all, I wanna say we knew the title when it came out. I think we have a title now. Oh, Um, do we have a title for the Nolan? Do you
0: have a title? I'm gonna look it up as I ramble. It's called Tenet, I believe. Tenet. Yes, upcoming project Tenet. Plot is unknown. It is right. described as an action epic revolving around the world of international espionage.
1: Oh, so it's a spy mm. movie. Oh. With
0: John David Washington, Aaron Taylor Johnson. Love
1: all those people. And Robert
0: Pattinson. Ooh, Kenneth Branna and okay, Michael Caine's in it. That's his usual guy, yeah. Michael Caine. Michael. Uh, and Elizabeth Debicki is also in it. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks solid. Have
1: they started filming that already? It is filming. Oh, it it is, is, filming. is
0: expected for next July.
1: So. Oh, okay, cool. Okay. Because that's my thing is like I'm upset that we're going to have to wait so long to see Robert Pence and his Batman because they're not going to start filming until next year, right? Correct. Yes. So we
0: probably won't get that movie earliest until 2021. Yeah, exactly.
1: Damn it. Well, at least we'll get to see him in this. Nolan movie whatever it is hopefully Mm -hmm. it'll be really good I bet it will
0: Uh, I think it will oh who knows we'll see it next year and Mm -hmm. debate it then yeah but let's let's bring this to the meat of why I wanted to record this podcast with you
1: the real reason I'm here
0: the real reason you're here (laughs) is after eight seasons of a show uh, we have now said goodbye to Game of Thrones and This last season, which only lasted six episodes, has rocked a fan base uh, to... Again, I've seen these dividing lines when, like, The Last Jedi came out um, with even different franchises of, like, they don't like something and they want to freak out over things. So, like, the fan petition that came out about this uh, final season, like, up I saw that in Star Wars. That's nothing new. Mm -hmm. Like, you're just just making people who have legitimate concerns about this season look really bad. Right. And you are one of those people who has a lot of strong opinions about this final season. And I just want to give you the chance to, like, share your piece on it. Maybe hear some, like, different perspective. And hopefully we'll just, like, walk away from
1: this thing. Yeah. Honestly... I'm surprised that I came here to talk about this because I don't like talking about Game of Thrones anymore. <laughs> Honestly, like it just it upsets me and I've tried to shut it out of my mind which mostly I've done successfully even though I I'm sorry, you're still wearing a t-shirt? I'm still wearing, and you know I had an inner debate this morning mm-hmm. when I was trying to decide do I want to wear this? I'm like, well you know what? I still fuck with Arya so I'm gonna mm-hmm. wear my Arya shirt, you know? Cause she was Honestly, the only thing that I liked about this final season was Arya's character arc. Yes.
0: How how do you feel about Arya's ending as a whole? Were you surprised by it? Were you expecting it? How How did you feel about her ending?
1: Um, I was kind of expecting it because she had mentioned before, like, "What's west of Westeros," but I Mm. was hoping that she would end up with Gendry. Man, Gendry. And I really was thinking that Gendry was going to take the throne. Honestly, if Gendry had taken the throne, it would have been so much better than Bran taking it. Mm. Anyone besides Bran (laughs) taking the throne, for me, would have been better. Because Bran's whole thing after he became the Three-Eyed Raven was, I can't be lord of anything. Mm. I can't do this. I'm the Three-Eyed Raven now. And they set up this whole thing and he's this mythical... Creature who knows the past and the present and the future and all this mm-hmm. other kind of stuff. Like, dude can basically time travel, and then he just decides out of nowhere, like, "Oh, okay, yeah, you know, I've been, I came all this way to be king, you know." It's like, but no, you told us all this time that you didn't want to be king. It just didn't make any sense to me. Mm-hmm. Um, Nobody. Yeah, actually, made sense to me.
0: Actually, I read recently that when. The first initial meeting that uh, Dan and Dave had with uh, George R. R. Martin, their two big questions, or the questions that he asked them, George R. R. Martin asked them was, "Who's Jon Snow's parents, mm-hmm. and who do you think will end up on the throne?" Mm-hmm. And they were right, so they were like, "That it, it was, was Bran. That it was Bran would end up on the throne. Really?
1: Yeah." That doesn't make sense to me. But it's like, because George R.R. Martin already said that his ending is going to be different from the show.
0: It is and isn't. Like, I read that blog post of his. It's like, with this and with that. Yeah. Yes and no and yes and no. It was just like a whole paragraph of yes and no's back and forth. Yeah. Which... Yeah, he does that. Is very George R.R. Martin. Yeah. I'm not surprised by that. I think, like his ending will look very similar and very different and very Lord of the Rings-esque because he worships Tolkien. Yeah. Like, that is the thing about the ending that I respect and kind of saw coming... Was yeah. a couple weeks prior to the ending, I read an article about, like, from Vanity Fair of was the ending in front of us all along, and that being <laughs> the end of Lord of the Rings. And the end
1: of Lord yeah. of the Rings. And who are exactly the characters he cares
0: about the most? Jon Snow, Arya, the Starks. And if your favorite character are the Starks, or those are your favorite characters, you had a really good ending for mm-hmm. them. Yeah, Sansa got to be queen of the North. Like she has. Become an independent queen in her own right free from the politics of Westeros. Mm -hmm. Arya is off doing her own thing. Jon is beyond the wall like where he wanted to be initially. Yeah. And then yeah Bran I didn't really want him to be king to me it also doesn't make sense so other than that like your favorite characters got out of this fine. And so for that, I feel good about in a sense because I did not want, I didn't want Arya to die. No, of course not. I didn't, I did think John was going to die, but when he didn't and he went beyond the wall, I'm like, okay, that makes sense though. So it didn't leave me like WTF about him, I guess.
1: So what it is for me is like the ending It's not that like how they ended up upset me, Mm -hmm. it's how they got there. Mm -hmm. It was like the journey to that ending for Mm -hmm. me just didn't make any sense. Because it was like, we had all this great stuff about John. Really what it is, is it was rushed. The last two seasons were rushed. I feel like Mm -hmm. we could have had, we could have gone to 10 seasons, Mm -hmm. 10 full seasons, And then that would have been able to wrap up the story fine. We wouldn't even really need to have gone to 10 full seasons. We probably could have gone to eight seasons and just done two full seasons. Mm -hmm. And that would have made more sense to me. But it's just like, I'm fine. I think it makes sense that John ended up on the other side of the wall. But it's like, the dude was raised from the dead. There was this Mm -hmm. prophecy. We never found out who the prince prince or princess who was promised was. Because it wasn't aria i guess i don't think it was Arya. it's no. not bran it's apparently not john it's not danny either it was yeah. nobody i just feel like there was a lot of stuff that they left unanswered mm-hmm. and there was a lot of i feel like they dropped a lot of plots that they shouldn't have because there was all this stuff with like varus and like mm-hmm. the myth behind like him and how he got cut and The voice he heard in the flames that was just tossed out the window. I feel like there was a lot of things that were tossed out the window that shouldn't have been. Like, Mm -hmm. the fact that Bran can warg into animals and into people, like, small-minded people, but, like, still people. And we never explored that further anymore. Never did anything more with, like, Arya being able to change faces. We saw the one cool thing that she did... At the beginning and that of season, at I the think. beginning of season seven, and it's like that's it. And then they like showed the faces later on when they were back in Winterfell that she had all these faces with her, but she yeah. never uses them again. Mm-hmm. And it's just like stuff like that is what upset me. Like I know a lot of people were upset about Um Danny becoming evil, but I honestly don't mind that. I like that Danny became evil. I think mm-hmm. if they had written it better and directed it better and edited mm-hmm. it better, then it would have people would have liked it more. Yeah. I really do think that. I,
0: I completely agree with yeah. that. Yeah. I think, like, mm-hmm. if we would have had, like, a couple more episodes yeah. in between that, mm-hmm. we definitely saw the seeds planted at the beginning to right. see her slowly go, but I feel like we should have seen, like,
1: another even another scene of her just showing like no mercy yeah you know it should have been slower because like they had they had literally seven seasons to build up of us like danny's this kind-hearted person Mm -hmm. who like is all about helping the downtrodden and like freeing Mm -hmm. the slaves and breaking the chains she's you know Mm -hmm. literally the breaker of chains whatever else whatever other 30 titles they called her yeah but it's just like and then all of a sudden she's upset she just snaps and then like but we didn't even really see the snap i feel like i feel like if they had really directed it better and gotten like the the shots that they needed and the coverage that they needed Mm -hmm. then we would have been better it's it would have been better seeing her like Descent into madness. Yeah, because I feel like we really didn't see that. You know, it that was, was kind of just like out of nowhere.
0: Because
1: just like red, the red wedding. Like <laughs> the argument that people, a lot of people made, like defending the season, saying like, "Oh, I can't believe that you would be upset and make a petition just because you don't like what happened in a show." But it's mm-hmm. like. It's really not that I didn't like what happened. It was just because that it was obviously not a lot of care or thought put into the writing at least. Because you can tell in the filming, at least for like the Battle of Winterfell episode mm-hmm. and stuff though, like they really did work very hard on those episodes mm-hmm. as far as the cinematography and everything. Yeah,
0: like the crew members, like all credit were credited like, sure. they worked very hard for that very final hard, season yeah. and like Not taking away from the man hours and all of the hard work. Because I think, like, that paid off a lot. Yeah. It was, yeah, definitely more on... The story of the last two seasons were good. The plot was not. Yeah. Like you said, it's not about... It's how they did it, not what they did. How
1: they did it was really bad. And it's just... It's really upsetting for... I think that's the reason why that petition started and why people (laughs) were so upset about it because Game of Thrones was really, honestly, the greatest television show that was made Mm -hmm. up until that last season. Like, even the seventh season, I didn't like it that much, but it was Mm -hmm. still way better than whatever hot garbage they fed us for season Mm -hmm. eight. And that's why it's so upsetting, like, especially, like for someone like me who's been riding so hard for the show since the beginning, who's been mm-hmm. telling everybody I know like yo, you got to watch the show, you got to watch the mm-hmm. show. It's so good. It's the best show ever. And I've just been very thoroughly invested in it like even when the show has been off for years, yeah. like still talking about it, like mm-hmm. literally having like Hours long conversations, conversations, yeah, with my sister and my friends, talking about theories and oh, I think this is gonna happen, this is gonna happen, blah blah blah. And then to see all of that like passion for the show, and I know the writers know how much passion everyone has for the show. Just yeah. kind of be like cast aside and like you know like oh we don't care, let's just hand it off to these people. We're gonna go work on Star Wars. <laughs> That's really all what right, happened. all right. <laughs>
0: As the resident Star Wars fan here, mm-hmm. like I, I have to push back on that. I don't think them getting the opportunity of like, well, we've got Star Wars mm-hmm. is the reason why they wanted to like rush it off. Like, I don't think I, because well, because Bob Iger also has Ryan Johnson movies to work on. Like, yeah, I think like that wasn't the sole reasoning behind it i think a lot of those actors were getting tired too like there was like this was not just like seven seasons of stuff this has Mm -hmm. been like seven seasons of like hard like acting and harding hard shoots late night stuff two months for like one episode and Mm -hmm. huge battle scenes and like where is that a person so Mm -hmm. i don't i don't want to say like selfishly like it was solely Star Wars. Like I look forward to like twenty years down the road when we get the tell-all book mm-hmm. of how all of that really went down, yeah. and, and I can be proven wrong then. But it, I, I don't. I think to say like it was solely because like they got Star Wars. That's kind of. I feel like that's really cheap. A cheap answer for that. Yeah.
1: I don't think it was solely Star Wars, but I think that played a big part in it. Because it's not like they were just given one Star Wars movie to do. Like, no, they mm-hmm. have to come up with a whole new set of Star Wars movies. And that's going to take a lot of time and a lot of planning and a lot of effort. So I'm sure, Which like, is
0: why it was interesting that George Lucas came and visited them and actually directed a scene in, in the Game season yeah. uh, yep. the scene at the waterfall. He that's was there. I you know. That's how you know.
1: They already had Star Wars on the brain.
0: Yeah, but they were already planning this ending, like, back in season six when they were like, all right, season seven and season eight, like, we're done at season eight. Yeah. Both of these seasons are going to be short. That was way before they got the
1: phone call about Star Wars. But see, this is, like, honestly, like, probably even with the shortened seasons, it still could have been good had it been written well. Oh,
0: completely. (laughs) I, I don't discredit that. My big... I actually really enjoyed season 7, but I was pretty annoyed that like there wasn't enough like actual casualty. Like there wasn't any OMG deaths that needed to happen. Yeah. Like there were significant deaths, but I didn't feel like Yeah. it packed the same punch as like even the this Red season. Wedding. Yeah, Red yeah. Wedding or even like Explosion at the Citadel or whatever. Oh yeah. Like there was so much other stuff happening yeah. or what was it? The the Sept Yeah, the Mm set Like, that, I felt like, would have been way more impactful, and we didn't really get that. And I think my big (laughs) problem—bless you—that I ran into this season was honestly, like, how they handled the Night King. And I feel as though if they would have handled the Night King better— Oh. Or, like, better, and, like, it was— they won the Battle of Winterfell. Yeah. And I still love that Arya killed the Night King. Yeah, me too. I don't want to take that away from her. Mm-mm. But if it would have happened like
1: an episode or two later, yeah. you know, yeah. that would have. That's what I feel like too. I honestly feel like they should have dealt with Cersei first and then ended mm-hmm. with the Night King. Because... because that
0: is. How do you beat the dead? Like, exactly. you can handle a living person.
1: You can't. You can not beat the dead. And they got Cersei out of there so, so fast. fast so fast so literally all she did for this final season was stand at her window and stare and that drink
0: wine and drink wine she made a million dollars per episode she was to in do nothing to do nothing I mean that's, that's- a hustle <laughs> That's impressive. That like, is impressive. kudos to... Lena Headey. Yeah, kudos to her for getting that deal because, my gosh. Yeah.
1: That honestly was pretty great for her, not for me. No. Because <laughs> I was honestly like... Okay, so Cersei's gotta have something up her sleeve. Mm -hmm. She's the big bad, because apparently the Night King wasn't. it It was nothing. So what are they gonna do? What's she gonna do? And, like, literally it was nothing. It was, like, they killed Mm Masande and that was it. And I didn't even like Masande, so that felt felt unnecessary. It felt unnecessary to me.
0: I don't think it was unnecessary. Like, as far as motivation for, like, yeah. Daenerys's downfall, yeah. or like her descent into madness. Yeah, I think the death was necessary. Yeah, I get that. And I'm glad that she got to see Daenerys one more time and tell her, like, light them up. Yeah, like I think that was important. Yeah. Um, again, pacing wise, if that would have happened a little, if Cersei stuff was dealt with at the beginning of the season, that would have been timed right. Or if all of it was going to be towards the end another episode mm-hmm. also where is Ilaria Sand she I'm assuming she's dead because yeah. she crumbled underneath all the rubble well, with she, everyone else yeah
1: yeah 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 because I forgot that she was just down there. I'm sure she's dead by then probably oh starved for sure to death probably even before the thing crumbled she probably oh, yeah. to death or something But yeah, I mean, that's the other thing. I just felt like they left so many stones unturned and so many, like, just so many holes and issues.
0: I guess my question for you (laughs) is, like, if you could change one thing about this season to improve upon it in any way, what would that one thing be?
1: Well, I for sure would add at le- like. I sure would make it a full season, mm-hmm. or at least, if not a full season, make each episode long. Cause they told mm-hmm. us all these episodes were feature length and then the mm-hmm. first two were like 50 something minutes. But I don't know. I feel like I would have taken more risks because I feel like mm-hmm. they honestly did because I feel like they let a lot of people live. Just like how you said, like in season seven, there weren't any like big deaths. And I think like because they didn't do any big deaths in season seven, they saved them all for season eight. And mm-hmm. then it was at that point, it was just like, it was like unceremonic. Everybody was mm-hmm. dying unceremoniously. Like Ferris, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Miss Melisandre and not Melisandre was. Oh, Melisandre, Melisandre did. Had, Melisandre was all well. there. Like I just feel like everything was just like mishandled and rushed through. So yeah, I would definitely add time. One the one thing specifically that I would change with a character I'm trying to think. For sure Bran wouldn't be on the throne. <laughs> I think that's it almost unanimous yeah. thing. Yeah. Cause it doesn't make any sense. It makes zero sense. After he was so adamant about not, not being, yeah. being on the throne. It doesn't even matter that he had
0: like a good story or like Tyrion's no. explanation. Like He had a good story, don't get me wrong, but a lot of these characters had great stories. A lot of them
1: had great stories. Like, are you kidding me? We've got seven seasons worth of great stories, and you go for Bran to be the one who has the best story? No, come on. Come on now. Honestly, like, I know I was saying Gendry should have sat on the throne, and I've been saying, like, not even that he should, but that's just what I was thinking it was Mm going to be, because I thought they were going to do something... Go, I thought they were gonna go left I didn't expect them to go all the way left Yeah but I
0: feel like. Well, I mean, like, I get the rationale in that. It is, like, history repeating itself. This show started with a, a true Baratheon on the throne, that it would end with a true Baratheon. A Baratheon
1: yeah, see, that would have made a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. And, like, especially, like, right after she had just legitimized him and yes, all Yes, kind of like, oh, he's legit
0: now. He's like, leg- he's actually a threat. <laughs> he's
1: actually a threat. I'm like, listen, Gantry's about to come for all of y'all, okay? Mm-hmm. But no. And
0: well, then- okay should Arya had stayed and become his wife do you think he would have had the
1: gumption to do that I think she could have because is not somebody who's going to sit and like be a lady and be like super like whatever ladies mm-hmm. do. And he knows that, he knows that cause he knows her. So I yeah. don't think he would expect her to be that way at all. Yeah. So I feel like she could have done it and been like, you know, like, yeah, I'll be your kings. She could have been the leader mm-hmm. of the King's Guard or whatever oh, for him. And for then sure. like married Or and be
0: his like master of whispers or whatever. Yeah, something,
1: any, honestly she could have done whatever you know and I just he would just be like like, just love me he would just be like just love me He wouldn't care about that so I don't know I feel uh, I don't know I just feel like I wish the whole show could be remade the whole last season could be remade because and that's the thing like I know a lot of people were saying like oh my god like how what's wrong with you all are you really that privileged to like say that you want to remake an entire series of a show just Mm because you don't like it but it's like Yes, because mm-hmm. I put, just like you put a lot of years and time into this, so did I. And mm-hmm. you make the show for us, for mm-hmm. the fans. And it's not, not that I'm saying, like, do things to please us, mm-hmm. but, like, put in an effort to make it good, you know, to Or make at sure. least, like,
0: there's one thing, and <sighs> this is my struggle with. Shows and movies and franchises is that, like, at the end of the day, like, I have way more respect for creators to carry out their vision mm-hmm. for things, whether I agree with them or not, because that means they didn't... They didn't fold to fan pressure. And I feel like when fans get too heavily involved in decision-making, mm-hmm. that that's where disaster strikes. For came. sure. But having said that, there is something to... Not really cater to the fans, but, like, if you're going to do risk, if you're yeah. going to do things that are going to, like, shake the ground, there needs to be evidence to, like, back it up. Yeah, for sure. And that's why that's why I enjoy The Last Jedi is I feel like a lot of things that happened there in that movie, it was backed up by things yeah. that had previously happened, whether it was in the original trilogy or even in The Force Awakens, like... There was enough things to, like, I buy into what decisions you made here. Mm -hmm. Whereas here in Game of Thrones, I feel like it's not as earned for me. It's not at all. Like, I know for you it's completely not earned. Like, I I get their motivation and I see what they were doing. But Mm -hmm. it doesn't mean, like, your decision-making felt like... I can't fully buy what you just did. I see what
1: you're doing, but I can't buy it. I don't buy it, yeah. That's exactly what it was. Mm Because, like, I would have loved Danny going crazy, like, going bad. Mm -hmm. Because initially what I was thinking was I was thinking that Tyrion was going to be the one to turn evil. Mm Because, like, they kind of planted those seeds a little bit at the end of the last season, in season seven. So I was thinking, Mm -hmm. like, okay... Tyrion's gonna be on some fuck shit in the next season. Gonna do something crazy and it's like how crazy would that be? Because that would really be shocking because we've been riding for Tyrion since the beginning and we've liked Tyrion as the good guy. Mm -hmm. So it would be crazy to find out like oh Tyrion's actually kind of bad. Like he's actually been like bad this whole time. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking like, oh, that would be crazy. And so that's why I like that they did it with Danny because mm-hmm. I didn't expect that. But then at the same time, it was just because the way they did it, it didn't feel earned at all. Mm-hmm. And it didn't feel authentic. It felt like, oh, you're just throwing in something to be shocking. Because mm-hmm. I get the whole, I don't like fan service either. Cause, mm-hmm. And it's it's funny because like fans are always biting themselves in the butt. Because yes. this is what I said about like last season 7 I think um, when it was like oh man this reveal was fan service it's just fan service I don't remember if it was the fact that John was a Targaryen or what it was but it was something specific and it, I remember so like seeing some chatter from people saying like oh they just did that because it's fan service blah 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 but I'm like really all it is is because like, the fans are so into it and there's so mm. many theories out there about of it course. it's like we theorize ourselves to death That we figure out what's going to happen. Yeah. And then when it happens, we call it fan service. Yeah.
0: Or, yeah, and that's the thing. Like, I love theorizing. Theorizing makes fandom so much fun because you're like, ooh, they could do this or they can do that. Mm -hmm. But then some people get really caught up in their fan theories Mm -hmm. that when canon happens, like, whatever it plays out, it breaks them. And then it's like well you just blew this whole thing up and yeah. it's crap and whatever yeah. and that's yeah that's where i like yeah i have so many issues with that approach mm-hmm. because like you've created your own narrative in your head that you yeah. got so caught up in it that you lose sight of what's actually happening in front of you yeah and then when it doesn't happen the way you want it to then you you freak out yeah. which there is enough people who are upset with this season that like the complaints are legitimate, mm-hmm. and I just don't think that like a fan petition is really gonna do anything. It oh, just no.
1: makes it's not gonna do anything. Unfortunately, it just makes
0: everyone look like a bunch of crybabies it more is. than like hearing legitimate issues. Concerns, you know, yeah. and concerns where... Like, it's not gonna change no matter no. what we do at this point. Of course Nothing's not. gonna change. No. And to be able to voice them is very valid and mm-hmm. important. And I think for Benioff and Weiss, like, I don't know where your headspace is right now, but like, I hope you're hearing the criticisms because they're gonna follow you, whatever projects you do. Yeah. Like, if you actually get to make a Star Wars movie, which. People are gonna be upset. <laughs> well, people were upset with Colin Trevorrow, and he got fired before he even got to touch episode nine. Yeah, kids, Are you serious? I'm dead serious. He made The Book of Henry, and there were so many bad reviews about that That's movie. The Book of Henry. The small, independent movie that he made, which he did see. But he did gun, Jurassic World, right? Which... For Disney, at the time, they saw big dollar signs. Like, oh, you can handle a franchise, and it made a billion dollars. Cool. I think you can handle Star Wars. Yeah. But then there was, again, really looking forward to those behind the scenes. Like, getting the full story of what actually went down. Because yeah. he knew the ending of Star Wars two years ago. Before. Colin. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh, yeah. So, for all the people who said... Oh my gosh! Lucasfilm is making up as it goes as they go along. No, they have planned this. They have planned the sequel trilogy ending since like 2015. So sorry, kids.
1: I think I do remember seeing the trailer for this movie, The Book of Henry. The ratings for it are really bad.
0: Exactly, 22%. and they saw that, and within a month. He gets fired from the movie not even and then everyone thought oh my gosh Ryan Johnson is going to direct episode 9 and then JJ took it or JJ ended up is now directing 9. He wasn't supposed to oh, even touch that. Star Wars again. He was supposed to be one and done which JJ is known for that. He starts something and then he never follows through. Yeah. So that's why I'm excited it. about nine because he has to actually finish something. Yeah. So let's see how he sticks the landing. All right. Yeah. But yeah. If Benioff and Weiss actually get to make a Star Wars movie, which in two months
1: we can find out they get fired. Yeah, they could. Honestly, how amazing would what? that be? <laughs> that would make me so happy if they were to get fired from doing Star Wars because,
0: I mean, personally, I want Ryan Johnson's trilogy to be made before Benioff yeah. and Weiss. Like, nicely, Old Republic. If that's actually what they're making, they've got time to make that. Yeah been through enough that he should and he's stuck with it this long That's true. let him make his movie Benioff and Weiss it's so much fresher who did Rogue One let them do it Gareth Edwards who did the first Godzilla movie cause that movie is so good which that went through issues because Josh Trank was supposed to direct it Lucasfilm is not without issue but yeah. when push comes to shove they can still make a good movie out of it yeah Lorda Miller was supposed to make solo. Ron Howard ended up finishing that movie and it
1: ended up being okay. Oh yeah, that's right. They have that's been happening a lot. See? That's why they just need to stop with the Star Wars movies thing. They're goodness.
0: taking a break. I know, I know.
1: That's what I'm saying. I'm glad that they're it, doing it, but I don't think it's a long enough break. It's only what? 2 years, 3 years.
0: It's going to be At that point, it's going to be, be 3 be like years by December. By the time... Because they'll probably stick to that sweet December. spot of December. Like, they've really found their niche at this yeah. their niche at this point. They should yeah. just stick with it.
1: Um, I mean, maybe by that time I'll care again. But honestly, yeah. after... There's just been way too many and I stopped caring. Like, especially when Solo... I still haven't seen Solo. So, especially mm-hmm. when Solo came out, I was like, I'm over these. I don't yeah. need anymore. I really don't. Mm-hmm. I mean, last year I was good. But, like, I really just wasn't interested in Solo. But, I mean, that's probably also because, like, I'm not as big of a Star Wars fan as, like, you are and, like, other people, but... Which is
0: totally fine. Like, I think, like, I don't think every Star Wars movie that comes out, or at least with these, like, one-off movies of Rogue One or Solo, Mm -hmm. is meant to be... Like, the idea is to get people to care about them and do it, but there's... There's so much in the galaxy far, far away that mm-hmm. you don't have to be a fan of every single thing in it. Right. I happen to like a lot of things in it, but I haven't watched Clone Wars. I haven't watched Rebels, which they're bringing back Clone Wars for Disney+. Plus. Mm-hmm. The Loth Cat that people are freaking out about at Galaxy's Edge right now is a Loth Rebels cat. character. It's a Loth Cat. It is like this weird alien cat creature that like... <laughs> People were taking pictures of and freaking out about online. Seriously, like, it is a thing. And they're like, oh, my gosh, a loft cat. And you have to be like, what is that? This was not in any Star Wars movies I saw. This was in a TV show. Oh, I see. But there's, like, corners of the galaxy. Like, you don't have to like everything there. And, like... It is a lot. I, I recognize that. For lot. me, it's great because I thought Star Wars was dead after the prequels. No, oh, okay, I see. I honestly thought I'd never see a Star Wars movie again yeah. until like 20 years down the road. And they're like, we're just remaking all the movies all over again, reboots, let's go. Yeah,
1: and that's basically what the first one, I loved Force Awakens. Like I feel like I saw it like two, three times, maybe in theaters, I think. When it came out, like, you know, that first time when it came out, and it was so good. And then I liked... What came out after that? was Rogue, Rogue One. One. And then I liked Rogue One. And then it was Last Jedi. hmm Okay, yeah, by the time Last Jedi came out, I was over it. See, so that's the thing. It's just, like, it's too much, too fast. So yeah, I well, they're because they're
0: every other it. movie that come out prior to that, for a saga movie, it, there was three years in between. Yeah. Every time. Yeah. which. I think there definitely is beauty in waiting, but we live in a society now that we can't wait. That is true. very much. That is true. instant gratification. We need the next thing now. How soon can we get this into production? And yeah. I think that's more of that's more of a lens onto our society now, as it what as opposed to where it was in the seventies and eighties. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do I wish it was? we had more of that time in between absolutely but then also like i am a consumer i'm like shoot i want this thing now like if they're pumping them out like let's i mean i'll take all the star wars i can get yeah because i know one day like i don't know if it'll be there anymore that's
1: true i feel like it will well i don't know I'm hoping that we'll get out of this age of reboots and revivals mm-hmm. and get back into original stuff. Yeah,
0: there's clearly enough original stuff out there that deserves spotlight on it. Yeah. And, like, what is the next, like, franchise that's just going to light a fire and, like, create yeah. something new. And I definitely think there's a place for that. And we're not out of ideas sure just is. yet. yeah
1: that's why like, I love John Wick so much because mm-hmm. I really feel like John Wick is super original mm-hmm. and it kind of came out of nowhere and unexpectedly and people didn't expect it to be like this big franchise that it's turned into I know mm-hmm. I didn't like when I saw the first movie I loved it I thought it was fantastic I was super mm-hmm. excited about a second one and a third one and now to find out that's a fourth one already coming out and the third mm-hmm. one is still in theaters so I'm like listen I'm all on board for this
0: but do you want us to turn into another like four-year franchise of this thing? I mean, there there's that instant gratification playing into it of yeah here it is it's in theaters they're already in pre-production for a fourth one like how long do you well, want this John Wick series to they've go they've got
1: some time in between because the John Wick movie is not coming out until 2021 I think okay
0: 2021, that's yeah but that's
1: still two years
0: <laughs> yeah but that's two years that's, that's better. Two, that's but, two years between saga movies for Star Wars they had the but, saga
1: movies but they had those other ones in between that's the thing It's because mm-hmm. they had like other little things in between so it was like always Star Wars It was, like, Star Wars, you know, overload. That's what I'm thinking of. So it's, like, that's why I'm, like... And also because we've had Star Wars previously Mm -hmm. is the thing. So it's not like it's a new... Thing that we're diving into this world and we're learning okay, about it. Cause okay, Because there's still, like, a lot of things we don't know about the John, John Wick, first. about the John okay. Wick world yet. And so we're still finding out a lot of stuff. And okay. it's so good. And Keanu Reeves is so good in it. So mm-hmm. I'm fine with it. It's like keep going with it and honestly because each one has been good and there's not been one yet that's had me go like oh i'm tired of these then like yeah i keep making them as long as you can make them well and yeah. they can still be and that's, interesting stories but
0: that's the scary thing in any time there's a franchise like there are places where they can fall short right i was re i was watching mission impossible for the first time so i could watch the newest mission impossible movie the second one is so out there the first one versus the third one is so uniquely different you're mm-hmm. like how did we get here yeah. you know mm-hmm. and for like i watched the second one i'm like i don't know if i want to even watch any more of yeah. these this is like two action in my face like yeah. and like kind of cheesy action at mm-hmm. the time you know is the second one the one where has long hair? Yes. Yeah, I
1: didn't like that
0: one. It was not. It wasn't good, and I was just like, "Why is it worth going into it?" But then, like, like why? How can it continue? And then the third one happened. You're like, "Oh, there's new so life." The third thing. one's really, really good.
1: Mm-hmm. Wait, is the third one?
0: Is it the second? The one third, third one, one is the one with that JJ Abrams did actually, which is like really interesting. Uh, okay. And then Brad Bird okay. did one, and then chris McQuarrie, i think has done the rest of them now and he and chomp cruise have a really great relationship so yeah, it works in their favor yeah. yeah i just think like there is just a fear in franchise and anytime you continue a universe that like the more you go on the, the worse it
1: gets the worse it could potentially get yeah it could also get better like that's what happened with the Mission Impossible movies. Yeah. Because these last, like, three... Have been really good. Have been and- really good. From, like, Ghost Protocol on up, they yeah. really good. So... I don't know, though. I feel like with John Wick, I don't think they'll overdo it. At least I'm hoping they won't. Mm-hmm. Because... I don't th- I'm hoping they won't try to replace Keanu like Oh, I don't on. think
0: they can. They can.
1: It's just like Harrison Ford said about Indiana, Indiana Jones cuz oh, I asked him about Indiana Jones like no, when I die, Indiana, Indiana Jones dies. dies. He's, <laughs> so he's like, like it's me. not being rebooted with no. Chris Pratt. No. <laughs> it's none
0: of this stuff is happening. Exactly. It will only be me. And I I respect that, but then I, I also saw Kingdom sure. Bo- or I Saw part of Kingdom of the Crystal Skull and then turned it off
1: because...
0: I'm sorry, I don't care that your boy Shia LaBeouf was in it, but it is he not is, a good
1: movie. He should be- But it's not his fault. What's annoying- No, it's not
0: his fault. It's the writing of that, it's that movie. It's the writing. What's
1: annoying is that people tried to blame Shia for that, and I'm like, listen- It didn't George help, Lucas, though. honestly, is not as great as everyone thinks. Uh,
0: I know that. I watched the prequel movies, and yeah, I'm like, yeah, shoot. Um, right. Which- There's a lot of people out there who love the prequels. That's fine. Respect that. But also, they're not as great as his original trilogy. And, like, now he's into some weirder stuff. Actually, he he needs better collaborators. Like, in the original trilogy, what he wanted to do with Luke was be, like, an older man. Like, his original ideas for Star Wars, they would not have taken off unless he had people in there to rein him in and be like let's Genesis, let's yeah. rethink this a little bit you know and that's why we got empire strikes back as when we did as opposed to like when he had full control mm-hmm. and we got all the prequel movies and kingdom of the crystal skull so Good. there's just a lot there and we just covered so many we've covered a lot of bases in we this there's a
1: lot about a lot of stuff we did we went on a lot of side missions we did but i just want to raise a glass to you because
0: you know what game of thrones is over it came to an end and you know for better or worse it is one of the greatest fantasy shows ever made oh yeah and i think we'll still look back on it with that reverie
1: i think so well i don't know there are some people who are saying Which I honestly can kind of see that side that, like, no, season eight kind of negated the rest of the series, which it did a little bit. As far as, like, the plot and some of the things and how they ignored a lot of stuff that happened in the first six seasons. But I don't think that that means that we should just discredit and forget about the the first six seasons of the show, which were fantastic. I was about to say, like...
0: We had two shorter seasons that were not as great, but to take away from six previous seasons yeah. that were so rich, yeah. I feel is so unfair yeah, to this unfair. series. It and is. like, I will, I think I will continue to look at Game of Thrones very fondly. I don't know. I probably won't rewatch it for a little bit of time. Yeah, no. like there'll it'll need It'll be a while. It'll be a little bit, but I think that. I will not look away from the fact that this is one of the greatest shows that we watch in this past decade. Mm-hmm. And to end it is a very hard task. They did not do oh, yeah. well, but for me, it was better than the How Much Your Mother ending, so
1: it is always a <laughs> win yeah. in my book.
0: It's this no Breaking Bad. No,
1: no. Breaking, but it
0: is no How Much How Your Mother. Mother. It's so, somewhere
1: around the middle. It's somewhere in between. As well, I don't get why it's so hard to end shows properly. Like, Breaking Bad really is the only... No, no, no. I take that back because I did like the ending of The Leftovers, but mm. I do feel like Breaking Bad Leftovers are, like, the only shows, really, that I've seen where, like, the ending was, like, good. It's, like, it's not like it was, like, a happily ever after ending, which is not what I'm no. asking for. No. That's not what I want. I just want it to be done right and properly. Yeah. And which service is, the story I've been which following. Which Breaking
0: Bad did such a fantastic job of tying up a lot of loose ends and ending well. Yes. Like, Walter White... Dies. Yes. And it felt earned because
1: there was really no way it could have ended outside ended, yeah. of that. Yeah. And like Jesse getting away and being mm-hmm. okay, like, I was fine with that. I don't know. Ending shows up. Like, honestly, like, even the last season of New Girl, I hated mm-hmm. it. It was not.
0: I still good. haven't finished it. Oh,
1: no, you haven't?
0: No, because it's it's taken me a long time to like get to it because I start rewatching the show yeah. and enjoying the good parts where I'm in and I start yeah. getting closer to it and then something else grabs my attention. And so it <laughs> never happens.
1: It's not I didn't like it. I didn't like especially like the end of the show. Like I didn't like it because I felt like I don't know. It was weird. I felt it felt like they edited stuff out of it or like mm-hmm. they changed stuff in editing. Like, I feel like they got a lot of the footage that could have made it better, but they mm-hmm. cut it out in editing, which is weird. Another conversation for another day.
0: Another conversation. <laughs> but, at least for Game of Thrones, thanks for eight seasons yes. of Thank a show. You. Thank you for even making this and putting money and time into this awesome. series. Yes. Giving me something
1: to live my life for.
0: Cheers. And <laughs> uh, true Cersei Lannister fashion. Drinking right. red wine. Exactly. Thank you, Brianna, so much for uh, talking about Game of Thrones at least one more time. So I promise I won't bother you. I promise I will never bother you about Game of Thrones. Okay. At least for the
1: next month. <laughs> <laughs> I can't talk about it anymore, Source subject.
0: I know. But I get, thank you so much for even doing this. Where where can
1: people find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at matinee underscore honey. On Instagram at matinee dot honey. Uh, you can also see me on the download. What, what? On ET Live every weekday at 12 p.m. Pacific time. What time is that? 3 p.m. 3 p.m. Eastern. Eastern. On our app, ET Live app, etlive.com, and also on YouTube. Oh,
0: that's, that's awesome! It. Yeah, yeah, Yay. yeah. Definitely check out uh, the download. Especially Brianna, she yeah. offers a lot of comedic and just great intake of or insight into different subjects that come up because you know. Sometimes you can talk about it, but then other times you can laugh about it. Right, exactly. And she definitely brings up points that makes me chuckle right on the side, and have to keep it together. So, oh yeah,
1: Meredith pops up every now and then to. Talk I about try and Star Wars. hide myself on that show. I'm like lean over to the side. I'm not here. It's just Brianna. You know, lean, in that
0: lean room. like Meredith. Do you have a thought? Oh my gosh, that happens. Uh, well. I'm Meredith. You can find me at Meredith Loftus on Twitter. Thank you so much for uh, listening in. I hope you have a fantastic day. See you next time or hear you next time. I'm awkward. Never mind. Bye. Bye.